Welcome back to the Mobdas <laughs> podcast. Welcome back man. Welcome back to all of you and welcome back to us because we've been gone for two weeks now. Mm-hmm. Two weeks yeah. of fun and debauchery. Not really but <laughs> one week of fun and then one week of recovering from the fun. Yeah, but it's good to be back man. So weird you get this not doing this pod. Then feel no more anymore bro. Those two weeks were weird, bro. Eh? The first one was cool cuz guys could see what we were doing. But the second one we were here. Guys were asking, bro, what up? I was also asking myself, bro, what up? <laughs> but yeah, man, really good to be back. Uh Magic, what going? Um I've been good. <clears throat> just recovering from that Nairobi cold you get. You know, I feel like this place is now becoming just as cold as that place, man. Yes, Kampala is becoming colder, like especially I, I, in the evenings. I feel like we came into the month where it's now cold here. Brown holds you. I've been shirtless since we came back from Nairobi. Bro, I I'm just wearing you. a shirt now as courtesy, bro. <laughs> Honestly, if I didn't have a job, I'd be shirtless now. <laughs> this is not cold at all, bro. No, I think maybe like it depends on the side you live. Because my, my side is so cold, bro. Uh, yeah. I think I we think. Tinder. <laughs> 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 this no, I saw someone's crib yesterday and he lives in Kulambi. But you mm. get now his was even colder than mine. I was now shivering mm. in his home to drink tea at you were shivering. shivering in his home. Bro, bro. You might be sick, honestly. Sick of what, bro? I don't know, man. I'm a young, healthy boy. But also, like, uh, <clears throat> about Nairobi, it's both cold and humid. It's like mm. it's dry. I feel like it's dry. It's dry. Yeah. I didn't feel any humidity, bro. It's just cold. It's a it's a dry coldness, bro. It, 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 okay, when I was in Nairobi, yeah. it was like this is weird. Yeah, it was it was cold and weirdly humid. I was like, this is this is weird. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's a I guess it's a season thing. You were yeah. there earlier on in the year, right? Yeah, I was there in Feb. But yeah, how was it for you guys? It was dope, man. The cold took some getting used to. I don't hold you, bro. That cold was <laughs> for me. It was paralyzing those first two days. Paralyzing. Like I couldn't. First, the first night I got there, I couldn't do a thing. The second day, it took a while before like I had the strength to do anything, man. My bones were literally <laughs> like I was cold to the bone, bro. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, that place was terribly cold, man. We had to get um bottles, like glass bottles, yeah, and pour them hot water and then like hold it on your body, boiling hot. But it was soothing, bro. Apparently, like his grandmother taught him that move. Yeah. But like, shout out to her, cause man, that came in class. Yeah, <laughs> about to die of hypothermia. You know, chicks always have like hot water bottles. Yeah. Last we didn't have those, so we just used double empty. Improvised. Yeah, empty, yeah. empty booze bottles in the house and filled them with hot water. Those things worked, bro. Those things saved our lives, it's, man. It's what took you through. Honestly, bro, I can't it's, even hold you. You put it in the bed, then the yeah. bed now becomes warm, like I just can't get to that uninhabitable, bed, like mittens, bro. It was that hot. It was glass, <laughs> obviously. So, Oof. yeah, man. But it was it was a good trip, bro. Aside from the cold, it was quite dope, man. Nairobi is Nairobi surprised me, man. It was my first time there, so Nairobi has more to offer as a city. Much more, man. The malls are just larger. It even just has more there's city there's to mo- offer. Yeah, like before you get, get to like activities. yeah, you can you can spend a whole let's say a week in Nairobi without visiting the CBD. And you feel like you're still in the city. Yeah, we didn't touch the CBD. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I, I the the you did. It. If it, when I was getting on the bus. Yeah, you had to go there. Yeah, yeah. You go to yeah, yeah. Even, even me, when, uh, the time I ended the CBD, when I was going for the bus, but the whole time I was in Nairobi, I never even ventured up that far. You know, the bolt guy refused to even go into the town. Bro. He said, no. Yeah, he said they were not allowed, yeah. So I had to get off and then really? find another guy who was able to take me to the bus. It's allowed. They said they're not allowed. I think that there's like, 
it's like a license type thing that only certain number of people are allowed in that thing even like uber drivers and stuff like that i think it's a safety thing because when the the other guy was taking me to me go now entering a no go zone Hold what does things. that mean like just in terms of safety not in terms yeah. of like, the government like, policy yeah, like, like people like, robbing you yeah, and stuff exactly he was saying okay basically there was something poking out the side of my bag and he was like they put that thing in safely man we're now entering a no go it was a glasses pouch like hey, yeah you had it hanged on the bag no, 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 I, I had it like in like a that place is actually hectic bro it's yeah, hectic. No, we didn't see any of that, bro. It's like downtown Kampala on like steroids. It's hard, hard it's steroids. steroids I, I was like, like your heart beat and I was like, I, I love urban adventuring and the layman, but I was like, you know what? I think I'll pass <laughs> on this one. Did you see this? Did you see the post that Nancy Kachungiwa put on Twitter about how South Africa was the most unequal country in the world? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So did you see the the replies in that thing from Nairobi? Like the really rich people, like in Lavington, yeah, they no, are so was, What rich. I was saying was, because it's just a bunch of pictures showing. But but Nairobi, but Nairobi is not like that because they, it's like zoned. Bro, let me tell you, they showed a picture of a really po- I think it was like Karen or something. Which one is clo- is the closest one to that slum? Lavington. Lavington. Yeah. They showed Lavington, I guess, and then a golf course. And then a slumbos Kibera. <laughs> I think it was Kibera. No, because I think that's what one of the ladies told us that they cross over because it's so close, Kibera mm. to Lavington. Then they mm. start attacking the rich people during um elections and stuff. I get it, bro. Honestly, because it's not well a golf course is what's separating us. <laughs> that's like a spit in a place. It's a go, it's just empty green land that serves no purpose except rich people hitting a ball on it. But but yeah, it's true. Most cities, especially for cities of in protectorates, were designed to like keep uh, poor, uh, uh, at bay. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Same thing with Kampala. If you look yeah, at Kolo, if you look at Naguru, it's a theme that keeps replicating itself in most African cities. Mm-hmm. They are not designed for the numbers that are that are there now. They are designed to keep a few administrators and collaborators safe, and the rest of you could keep out. But isn't it insane how? Like how big Nairobi has grown, I can only imagine from the way the colonialists left it. But still, they maintain the same model. Like, like even when the rich people increase, let's just make our country rich part bigger. But even your country, but even your country is doing the same thing. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously. But like, like th- th- even South Africa, our people said Nelson Mandela did not succeed because even after he was released from jail, none of their land went back to the Zulu. None of their mines went back to Africans. The biggest part of the economy is still uh, sort of like supported by uh, sort of like white settlers who sort of like came in early enough. Elon Musk's own sort of like has a heritage from South Africa where his uh, people had the diamond mines. Yeah. So yeah. Like, but let me, has there ever been a scenario in which like the mines are taken back by the state in no. Africa? And what does that M- look Muga- like? Mugabe, Mugabe tried that when, when he took back the land. But it was demonized. It was made yeah. to seem like a crazy tyrant. Yeah, they, they punish you. Mugabe was actually really, is really, was a, a really brilliant guy. If you see his earlier sort of like content on him, but when he did that act of like repatriating land back to the natives, he was uh, portrayed as a crazy sort of like. But even that was the that was the whole Amin thing. But I, I not said not that these men were faultless and they were angels. Yeah, that's a yeah, thing. Yeah, but, but but like they tried they, 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 they were not as inept mm-hmm. as they as they make them seem. But I feel like those guys were doing it at a time where it was more possible to actually get that stuff back. When you are still dealing with like the government, the state, the okay. English state or like the French state, whatever, 
these days it's like companies, bro. Like multinationals, multicops. How do you? <laughs> From when I think about this issue, I'd be thinking like the only way you can take it back is you're taking it back. These mines are not held by the British or like by the Americans. It's by like American companies, British companies that have. Yeah, but those are just agents, bro. Even back then, don't you remember that Ibiako Jazz or yeah. Giaco? What was that? What's a Nigerian one? Uh, <laughs> that's one boy mentioned on this thing. Nah, that's now you need that. That's a jazz. Um, that's a jazz, bro. That's how they operate, man. That, but like, it's crazy, man. Because if you try and kick out a corporation, those guys just come and attack you, saying they're protecting their interests. That's mm. always their their mission. Like mm. that's what happened in Panama. That was a banana republic. That's what that's what always happens, bro. Yeah. Uh-huh. What what else have you been thinking about Nairobi, man? You know, I think that touched me. I feel like I already told you this, but I just didn't see that many bodies, man. I, like, <laughs> guys from Nairobi might hate us, bro, but that's just... Maybe we were in the house too much, man. But I just did not meet any bodies, bro. Maybe it was the cold. Maybe the bodies ran away from the cold, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. That touched me. No, nah, me, I don't agree, bro. There were definitely some bodies around. That you saw? Yeah. Why don't you point them in my direction, bro? <laughs> you didn't say, bro, say that buddy. Not even <laughs> once, man. Okay, so maybe they were hiding because they were in a, in a deficit. But yeah. they were sad. Uh, maybe, maybe we were just a bit spoiled in Kampala, bro. I don't know. <laughs> so when's the next time? You're going back. You, I know you might go sooner than me, bro. I might go back maybe in December, but we'll see. Mm. I don't see anything concrete. Is anything is like set in stone yet. Bro, I don't see myself taking another trip, man. For what? For the rest of the year, at least, bro. How so? Ah, uh, man, I've been back to a new journey. <laughs> I'm back to a new financial journey, bro. Eh. Nairobi, first of all, was ridiculously expensive. More expensive than anticipated. Everyone was saying it was going to be expensive, but, like, it was expensive. It never bro. expensive. Yeah, it was expensive. <laughs> it was expensive, and now, I, man, I have all these plans for the rest of the year. I have to move out by the end of the year. So that's where all my that's where I'm focusing all my energies, bro, from now till then. So another trip, bro, it will make no sense unless it's absolutely free in every sense. To like go. you're paying for my going and you're going to pay for everything that I do there. And that's not gonna happen, man. So yeah, that's my focus now. You guys I even bought I started buying like finance books, like bro, I'm doing everything it takes man, to become financially independent. To just like funnel like all the resources that I have into moving out of the house, man. So no, um, that was me. But then now I wanted to move out, but now I really want to travel, bro. And I realize I can't do both, man. Yeah, At least not to choose. But I really yeah, want to travel, to bro. Especially when I'm young, and you know, there's that saying: break your bones while you still have teeth. That's a funny. You have all these <laughs> funny like West African sayings, bro. That's actually a Swahili one. Is I just it? translated. Yeah. Break your bones while you still have teeth. Yeah, while you're still young. Those are not your bones you're breaking. You're breaking bones in your mouth. Uh, just, it's like not you're eating your meat and you crush the bones, right? It's It just basically means like have injuries and stuff while you're still young. Like, because when you're old, when you don't have teeth, like eating. No, it's, it's not an eating analogy. analogy yeah, yeah, or okay. like age. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I, I really live by it. Those are what you live by. But I think also I'm going to learn Swahili. That's a match that I took away from that trip. Now that one is hundred percent, bro. I I need like a school, like I need like classes, bro. Duolingo. Can I just do that on YouTube? Do you think? Yeah, there's a lady who teaches Swahili classes. Thirty thirty minutes. Can I learn? You learn at least the basics to start for free. 
for free. But then there's Duolingo. I keep seeing that thing every time I, I Google try to learn Kiswahili or French. Duolingo. Duolingo. I've never used Duolingo before. It's like this language learning app, but it's super annoying. It keeps reminding you. You have not practiced Swahili <laughs> for seven days now. Yeah. Don't give up. <laughs> but it, but it, it's cool. It can teach you like the basics. See, like I guess greeting. Even if I paid for classes, I'd still be learning the okay, basics. Okay, right? now I can't. Okay, I used Duolingo like for a few months in 2019. Also like for a few weeks in lockdown. I can't speak Swahili, but when people say things, I can hear them now. I like, I can pick mm. context. Like when someone says a sentence, I can't say I fully understood it, but I can like pick context. You, Ever since we left Nairobi, I've been tapped into Kenya TikTok. You know what there, bro? I don't know what these guys are saying, <laughs> man. But it sounds so lit sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I've been feeling terrible, man. And they keep mixing it in, and I'm trying to figure out what are these guys talking about, bro. I forgot to ask you guys when you go to Nairobi, did someone pick you up from from the bus or the airport or whatever, mm-hmm. or you like use public transport? Bolt. Bolt. I didn't know about the bold hacks. I thought I would get a border. So I get I get I, I go to from a an a roundabout in Westlands and from there to um, this mall, what is it called? I forget I forget the name of the mall. So it's in Westlands. Westgate. Mm-hmm. It was like from here to Nakawa. This man told me, Bob, uh, Bob, 600. And me in my head, I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah, why not? This, this sounds reasonable. And, until I did the math and, and, and I was like, I just got tourists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was so angry. Like, I just think I'm like street smart and I'll never get yeah. changed like that. But yeah, that border man had his fun. No, the, the hack is both that side. Yeah, both. I also got both. After getting both, I was good. Yeah, both. But I don't hold you, bro. If you're a tourist, you're going to get played. It's just inevitable. <laughs> we just need to like regulate how far, you, how, far it how goes. badly you get played. Yeah. I remember even me when I, when I just got in there, I was one of my boys. And we ordered a bolt. And obviously, bolts from the airport where we're going, they they average like 1K, bro. Because the airport and the other place kind of far. This guy, but the, the estimate this time was a Sunday night. So it was like 800. Because traffic was light and whatever. So we get in this guy's bolt. And while we're still at the airport, the guy starts saying we should use the expressway. There'll be a lot of traffic, what, what, what. So first we had agreed, but this but this buddy of mine that I was with is very wary of stuff like that. <laughs> so he calls his cousin. He's like, "Yo, this guy wants us to use the express. Should we use it?" That chick said, "No chance. There's no traffic at this time." <laughs> that guy, no, let's go straight. Well, when he tells him, he's like, "Hey, you want to go straight? Okay, okay. Me, I told you." Da, 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 da. <laughs> and there we was go no straight, job. bro. Zero percent traffic. <laughs> yeah, because because ah. longer you spend on the road, the the meter goes up. Exactly. Yeah. So now we're moving, heading to our destination. My friend, we're going to drop my friend first because this place was before ours. That guy took us in circles saying, I can't see that place. What, 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 what? He called his cousin, even had a fight on the phone with this guy's cousin. <laughs> and then when we drove past, then he said, okay, let me take this guy to his place first because I know it. Right, yeah. And then we'll come back to you. So my buddy was like, this guy is just fucking playing. Man. Yeah. At some point, he just got out of the car, acting like he was going to go to the pharmacy or some shit and refused to get back in. But he said, just end the trip. And that's when these guys came and found us. And indeed, the estimate was 800. We ended up paying this guy 1-1. One, one. And you didn't even get where you were going. We didn't get to where we were going. Neither of us had gotten to where we were going. After we leave this guy, we go into the pharmacy to buy medicine and a toothbrush. This guy still has 900 shillings for the toothbrush. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> what's this, man? And I'm not to the toothbrush and medicine. 
I still a violation, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm <laughs> medicine and a toothbrush, bro. No, 900 is... Time is 30. Yeah, time is Sorry, 30. that's like like 30k on medicine yeah, like, and a... And a toothbrush. That's mad, bro. No, that place is expensive. Toothbrush, though. I'm sure he's got a toothbrush, though. I'm sure he's got a nice toothbrush. For me, Nairobi, what it, took, what it took for me a while to kick in how low the currency is. Mm. Like, I, I was amazed at the shit I could buy with, like, 10 bob. Yeah. Like twenty, like uh, those guys who sell like hot dogs on the street, smokies, smokies. Yeah, like what, fifteen bob? Oh, like man, I can get something for fifteen. In in the car, I was I was so excited. I just go, I just going just buying stuff because What's I could spend. I had like a note. The biggest note is like what, 100? a hundred? Okay. A thousand. They have a thousand, yeah. But like if you have like a hundred shillings note, mm. it's weighty somehow. You feel like you have money. It's, it's, mm-hmm. the bob, it's the Bob Jazz that was throwing me. That throws me. you. <laughs> you just throw me off. I got to say, Bob. I'm like, Too Bob? I'm probably going to give you that. It's two shillings. I'm like, No, chill. <laughs> yeah, nah, but uh, it was fun, man. We met some good people. I won't, I won't lie, man. I saw that you go, we went to some galleries when you were in Yeah, I went to some place called the Noir Gallery. That's, it's a it's really one. dope, bro. We had, I had a good time there. I got there, like, I was meeting other Ugandans there. I've been with them the previous night. So I got there at the time when I agreed to get there. The gallery wasn't open yet. But the lady who opens the gallery arrived at the same time as me. So she just let me in. So I walked around waiting for my bad days, bro. I waited a solid hour and a half for them to arrive. Oof. They arrived and I'd already gone through the place like twice. I talked to the gallery chick a bunch of times. And then they... I think the gallery, the gallery is attached to a restaurant, right? So they kind of expect... You it's free to view, but then after that, you go down to the restaurant. Eat something, bro. Yeah. yeah. So the, the girls came, the, the Ugandans are all girls, so they came and started going, like, looking at the stuff as well. But you know, chicks, taking more pics, taking more videos. So at some point, the chick who, who the gallery chick kind of came to them and was like, are you guys going down to the restaurant? They said, That was quite no. aggro. Yeah, it was hell aggressive. But, but yeah. Also, like, in some galleries there in Nairobi, mm-hmm. you can't take pictures. If you're not like a curator or like yeah. an art journalist, like circle yeah. arts, yeah. they even tell you don't take pictures. Nah, nah, here, here you're allowed to take pictures as long as you're going down. <laughs> that chick said no. That chick said so you can't take any more pictures or videos. Yeah, and that was that, bro. What I like about Nairobi <laughs> as a city is that... <laughs> they didn't tell you that story. <laughs> no. Yeah, then we just went somewhere else to eat. So did you go somewhere else to eat out of spite because you had been thrown out or you were like, nah, this is not Nah, we're just being tourists. wanted to like eat at the best place. Like the best view, so that's why we went. Yeah, that's yeah, the place they went to had a really nice view. That sounds like my view, bro. that sounds like my kind of vacation. Find the best place. And the gallery was really, really dope, bro. Really dope, man. The one you should have. The, I know you didn't have time, mm. but you should have seen Nkai. These guys have like uh, a contemporary art museum in Nairobi. Mm. So this is this artist called Michael Armitage. He's UK based, but he's Kenyan. He got like a whole floor in a mall. And the mall even itself, the architecture is so good, it's well designed. What it, mall is it? I'm not, I, I forgot the name of the mall, but it's it's a bit out of town, but still in Westlands. But it's, it's a weird part of Westland. I don't remember the mall, but the place is called uh, Nairobi Contemporary Art Institute. It's like a whole floor in a mall, but man, that space is so cool. Those ones you're not allowed to take a picture. Or I think in Kai you can't, because it's like a museum. Where I wouldn't be allowed is Circle Art Gallery. I think it's one of the biggest galleries in East Africa. For you, when you went there, you were just going to galleries. That was my scene, bro. <laughs> That's but but what I what I envy is you, the, the airport guide asks you, so where are you going? Take me to the best place. 
with the best yeah, view. Yeah, best view with the best food. That's too fun. That's where we're starting from. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but it was fun, man. We met, uh, we met Mvi. Yeah, Mvi is a storyteller. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. You guys are really cool. Met him on accident, bro. Really? Yeah, I don't know who I met you, him. You guys didn't plan, like... super lucky, bro. We barely <laughs> planned this trip, to be fair, man. So, yeah, we met we met him by accident. We met Ben, ben Sol. Sol as well. That's cool. Yeah, just as a coincidence of meeting Mvi. That's cool. Yeah, bro, it was not. It was dope. We had a good time with them. We're living in the same building as them. And we didn't know it, man. That's serendipity for you. You know, <laughs> it's crazy, bro. The one Kenyan we knew was yeah. in that building, where, <laughs> the building where we booked. Uh, East Africa is a small place. In fact, where did you book that building, bro? We booked the wrong building. We and then the, yeah. it, was, it was only a private room. So we had to relocate because we were more than one guy. So they yeah. gave us this other one. And that's where the guys that's were. That's where the guys were. Yeah, imagine on Airbnb. That's a very weird coincidence. You know, <laughs> we found a budget room that fit it was even below our budget, bro. We're so happy. And then lo and behold, they tell us it only has one room. Just one room in an apartment. I almost yeah. cried, bro. But the place they shifted us to was perfect, bro. It was like when I was there, I had another a curator from there who was hosting me. Really nice guys. They're like, what are your dietary preferences? Yeah. Uh, they, they gave me meals. They took me around the city. I only, I only niche for the first day I was in Nairobi because I, I had to go and meet these guys. But after I linked up with them, my life was sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I That's couldn't I complain. Need, yeah. yeah. The next I, time I go there, I want to live with someone. Yeah. I, 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 I had a, a connect Honestly. there. It was, it was smooth. That's what I need. Those are those are guys you should have made friends with, bro. Guys with just ha- with extra rooms, bro. Yeah, they got guys to live in when they come, bro. Because yeah, pricey. But uh, now, so, so what city are now are you looking forward to in Africa? Accra, Afro-Nation, new guy. I want to go to Lagos, but for art stuff, I want to go to the Leg- uh, Lagos art fair. Bit. Yeah. No, me, I'm going back to Kenya, bro. I just want to go to coast this <laughs> time. Because to coast. And to go where uh, Diani. Yeah, maybe Diani, maybe Lamu is still Kenya, right? Yeah. Yeah, I want to go to Lamu or Diani. See the see the ocean. Yeah, and this time I'm, I'll be smarter, bro. We really need to work like on scheduling and stuff. I just need to like this time we're just on vibes, bro. Spontaneity has its limits. Yeah, I mean it's fun, <laughs> but like you get so much less done, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? True. Yeah, ah, uh-huh, magic. Topics, 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 topics. Nah, have you guys been seeing this extreme weather happening, you guy? Bro, man. Yeah, man. Uh, is this global warming? It's climate change. But also, like, there are certain factors that are exacerbating it. Like, Mbali, those flash floods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Because, man, they built that industrial park in the middle of a wetland. Mm. You, you guys have never seen that. No, give us a context, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had no idea. There's a whole industrial park that they're building in Bali. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a whole complex of, like, factories and stuff. And those water catchment areas are getting affected. So this was a flash flood. There could have been no warning signs because it happened almost instantly. There are people who are still on the road when this thing happened because they didn't anticipate that much water. Guys bust. Guys washed guys away. Yeah, the whole industrial Cows, park bro. almost that was flooded. Video, but someone said that cow video was was like from another place. Yo, those cows, bro. Those, those are too many Broke cows. Your heart, eh? I was like, yo, why are there so many cows in Bali? That was my first thought. One of them told me that video is not is not from Bali, that okay. cow video. I also, okay. I also believe there are videos What about the, one of the taxi being pulled out of the water? Yeah, that, that video made me angry because the thing is that this is, the, this is fucking 2022, right? We should have like more resilient methods of like relief. You can't have men using their bare hands with ropes to pull a whole vehicle out of wreckage. I mean... 
I mean, people died, man. It was quite sad. And my issue is that it's in a region where this type, this kind of stuff has happened so many times. It is to be expected that there will be mudslides yeah. and like flash floods when it rains. Uh-huh. But man, there's not been investment like in police and fire services to have that kind of equipment. It's not well, there. My problem is that we have a whole ministry. The Ministry of Disaster Preparedness, bro. Okay. Zero preparedness for disasters, man. Okay, I, 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 I've been told that my comments might present reputational risks and entities, but the, the truth is that these people are, are almost criminally inept. You guys just don't give a damn. Because think about it. You know these kind of things happen, but the responses are... are it's always people who are on the ground who do this, this sort of work. Because by the time like these guys respond, people have died already, and the response is just, okay, here's some money, go bury your families. But but it it takes more than that. It what it takes is for you to to ensure that in the event of such things happened, as this, the loss of life is minimized. Do you know? I feel like Uganda is in such a dangerous. The way that the the way that it seems that the government functions is so dangerous because the ministries that are set up to fix problems react to them. They have their fingers crossed for those problems to happen, and they react, and so that the funding can come. Okay, that's eh? <laughs> and then they. Just sprinkle some boobans on the top and could the rest. And it's, it's reactionary. The thing is that the way countries, the way like functioning countries operate is that they know, okay, now we are the state of, let's say, Jesse. This is our area. These are the threats that sort of like are, are facing us, right? We have, let's say, maybe hostile enemies. We are, we face like, like Israel, we face drought. So we need to sort of like fix those problems. So they anticipate those issues and those ministries keep those problems from happening. They don't. They don't merely react to them. But they actively prevent them from happening. When it comes to stuff like like the climate, bro, the climate is just going to do what the climate wants to do. Yeah. But let me, when the same thing happens every year, and you guys are just not ready ever, from the first time until now, it's weird, bro. It's, it's, it's just it's just ineptitude. It's, it's, a, it's just people being inept. And guys are dying for that shit. Man. Yeah, over twenty-two people died in those flash floods. Yeah. At last I heard it was twenty-three. And who's counting? And also, like what, what Melvin is saying is true. <clears throat> if we don't have like adequate police response on the ground, who is doing like an extensive search and risk and yeah. sort of like rescue effort? Because we, we we cannot verify those numbers. But is it like a police and search and rescue thing, or is it like more like they need to build infrastructure into those hills that catches that water or something and redirects it? The issue, the issue, issue with mountainous areas is you cannot you cannot feasibly do that, right? Because this water comes from rain. And also, like the mountain has like its own sort of like water, sort of like flow system that has like small streams coming from it, mm. from the water that sort of like condenses from the mountain, whatever. But when this rain comes, it's unexpected. Yeah, climate change is so breezy right now because we don't even know what the seasons are. In so there are two things they can do. Nema can either have early warning systems. Nema. The whole the whole industrial center being set up in a swamp. That's true. So like either you have early warning systems that say, guys, in the next eight hours it's going to be heavy rains and flash floods are, might be happening in these and these and these spots. Then you evacuate people as soon as possible. They can take their property, they can move their personal items, they can move their own bodies and get out of the way. But you can't sort of like figure out how to dam a mountainside to prevent flash floods. Mm. Be, the best thing you can do is invest in early warning uh, technologies. Have like weather satellites up there to track rain patterns and have like actual meteorologists who do their work and are paid and are monitoring situations because where we are, I feel like where the world is going now, 
climate change is becoming more and more rampant. Can you imagine how frustrating it is for meteorologists, bro? Yeah, yeah man. Like yeah. Asking, imagine if you have been asking <laughs> for that. Yeah, oh, yeah. To, to, get, to, then, to get a satellite. When the disaster he has been trying to prevent has happened, happened the, the money comes. Yeah, like, here is the money. Like, Jesus Christ, bro. And but yeah. The money is cheap. My man, I, I think for me, that, that thing uh, made me angry. And I feel like, that, like you said, the way the government responds to emergencies in this country makes people frustrated. It gets you angry and angry every time you see it. Instead of a good space to be in as a citizen, if you're constantly angry at your government, I think it demoralizes you. Know, people, people no longer feel like they need to participate in anything government-related. Because there's no trust, man. Yeah. Like, it's almost like guys just don't care, bro. They just don't care about it's, it's, life. I wouldn't say it's almost. They just don't care <laughs> yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, I think <laughs> they just <laughs> don't care about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. Yeah. And I mean, not to be that kind of guy who sort of like berates their government for the sake, for the sake of berating it, but we can see that there's no actionable plan maybe if there is they're not communicating it to us clearly but i want to know like guys where do we go from here how would we make sure that we try the best we can to prevent the loss of life from things like things you said we know uh the threats that we face now that we expect that we anticipate it's quite sad yeah what has been happening that i've seen Mm. um you guys see the these guys trying to relocate um street kids and their parents back to Karamojo. But that's, that's a bit problematic, isn't it? Because the thing is, we, we have credible information that people are starving and dying in Karamoja, right? And then you tell us you're, you're taking them from a city which is, supposed, which is supposedly being middle-income status and you're sending them back to Karamoja. That means they can't find work, empl- they can't find like sustainable work employ- uh, opportunities here. Wait, come that, again. They're, they're sending back to, to Karamoja? They're take, uh, Street kids yeah, and uh, it's really women and children. Okay, and uh, like most like to a, like an institution in Karamoja, they're just no, they say that to a camp, a yeah, camp. like an encampment yeah. of the guys who had come to Kampala, yeah. taking them back there. Ah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and do you know what sort of like makes it weird is the language the government uses. So we have, uh, we have, we have, uh, we are going to rehabilitate these people and mm. and give them and skill them in creating job opportunities. Do you know what in the middle of like? like it's yeah. in a park. Okay, okay. okay. I have skills. Let's say I have skills. What? Who's going to buy? Bro? I'm like, okay, guys, I can do graphic design. Yeah. But we have to be honest, you guys. We have to say that as a country. And like, be honest with ourselves. When you say job creation skills, to what end? We are going through a recession. Like, even like, Companies that have been here for years are struggling to make like a profit. Even guys who are working in corporate are feeling the effects of inflation. Then for you to like expect us to take this piece and be like, yeah, these guys are gonna be so happy. They're gonna get jobs. It's gonna be utopia. They're gonna be holding hands and seeing kumbaya. Like no, the yeah, they're going to teach them how to sew. They're going to teach them how to cook, man. That's the things like for that. For who, bro? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so what, after you teach me, am I allowed to come back? <laughs> <laughs> Can I come back? I'll yeah. market my skills yeah. here. But I want to be honest with you guys. That's uh, a good question. When Honestly, when you, how, how do you leave? When yeah. you like go to a house, like yeah. When bro. you when you guys were in uh, when Nairobi, I did that exhibition mm. in Kabaramaido. Hey, how's that, man? I I, I who I, was I, there, bro? What did you do it for? I, 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 it was um, Wamala is an artist with Vodo. Mm-hmm. So the idea was to an exhibition in a place whereby people will never get a chance to see art exhibition. Mm. So we went to meet the LC5 guys. I was surprised how cool the government guys were with, were, were with us there. So we got the space and put up the exhibition. But the point I'm trying to put across is uh, I saw amounts, I saw overwhelming 
levels of poverty. I was like, I was like, is this yeah. part of this country? Did they come and see? Like, yeah, guys came, guys came to check it out. But yeah, the rural areas, people do not have money. Even even through agriculture, middlemen are like fucking them over daily. Like there are some parts of this country where people barely have money. What what are you guys views on begging? When people on the street begging. It's complicated, to be honest. What do you guys give? No, I don't give the street kids money anymore. Let me tell you why. Mm. I notice that every time I give them anything, bro, they just take it straight to their moms who are yeah. sitting just close by there. So it's not like they're... One time I gave that... Let me give you another example. One time I gave one of the kids here on the traffic lights like a donut. I was yeah. eating a donut. Mm. And I gave it to them. You are eating it and you are like, man, now you have this. And, okay, yeah, something like that. Like I take in like one bite out of this donut. <laughs> so... I gave the kid the donut. But this kid looked at the donut salivating and just took it sadly to the mom who the, the, now the, put, the, put it under like her list who like this the, and told that that's, we'll a, go back. that's yeah. a bit predatory. That's weird. No, I mean, no, you know what I think is I think it's for just the kids a, like I that's think sort it's of like a, relationship. With yeah, that. man. Like she it's, took it's, it's no. like they have handlers. That's when I realized, man. I I maybe more nuanced than that. Maybe the mom aggregates the food. That's for like them. the bank, bro. Yeah, that's, that's like, like the bank. Yeah. Everything that we get, we'll all we'll share, share, bro. So I think it's it's, it's a bit more nuanced. Yeah. But also, there there were reports earlier on that there are actual people who are getting young kids from the park and and then yeah yeah yeah. Cause that's the thing too, but for me, like I say, for me, when I find people who ask for money, if I have like I don't usually have that much money, but if I do and I feel safe to give to them, sometimes I will, but yeah, most of the times uh, I'm in a situation where I feel like give, uh, exposed that I have money might be also a threat to myself. So when when I feel like it's safe to do so and I have the money, I I I I give like what what I can, but most of the times I'm, I'm I'm, I'm concerned, okay, now, is it safe for me to be, like, just walking around hand, handing money to people? But the thing is that you also feel like some sort of helplessness because knowing no, matter, knowing no matter how much you give, you can never fix this person's situation. Exactly. And then you're like, what's the whole point? What about the, the ones who try and wipe your windshield? Have you Either, encountered? I don't have a windshield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they be they have, they have like these really dusty uh, cloths. There is a guy. So <laughs> he had he had a uh, it was a Benz. I think it was an S class. They had a cashier. Like he came to a, I saw the man just greeting his teeth. He's like, because the kid is really he's really just scratching the car. It's just it's just soil. I'd be like, bro, you know you know how much this paint job costs? Yeah, but bro, let me tell you, those ones should stop that one. This past week. Also, Bugolovi has it has it has recently gotten like this influx of just people begging, but it's not the same way that it is in town where you can clearly see that this is someone who has come from, from Karam. It's not like kids and not people like with their babies and man, stuff. I, I, I saw like kids in Kololo, yeah, uh, just after catwalk, as sort of like head. Ah, that's there, they're there. And I, and I was like, man, this kid just lying in the street. Yeah, and no, I, there, there, there. You, don't you remember like, like, the egg boy? Yeah, he would like he would lay on the street and act like his eggs are poor. Then you can't be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he would do that as his ass. But Twitter, Twitter, Twitter busted him. Yeah, he got busted. <laughs> this guy, uh, Stanley, this guy, same Peter. Yeah, he helped that that guy out. Yeah. Then he told him of a similar stories, <laughs> and they had pictures of that same boy yeah. in the same place with the same sort of like tactic. Anyway, I was saying so. Bogolobi has recently gotten this influx of just people begging, but it's not, 
it's not people like it's not like kids or or the way it is on the street where it's someone disabled what no it's just guys man it's just like a regular dude who woke up to you and be like hey man help, help me one count to buy a chapati something like that so this one guy who has beat bro i keep meeting him he has come to me so far thrice but the third time when he came to me like i comes here and looks at you like this like with like a familiar look like I don't, I, I don't think you like <laughs> you come back. So that guy came to me. Like, how are you, brother? Why don't you buy me? He bought me some CDs. Why don't you buy my CD? I have a daughter. What, 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 what? What you get? So at that time, you come to me. He's like, hey, are you serious? Yeah, but brother, you know how it is. I say, man. So I said, let me just talk to this guy. Because every time he comes to me, man, he's super chill. Mm. So I start talking to that guy. asking, bro, what's your name? Right. Tells, my name is Simple. Simple Wizard. <laughs> Simple Wizard. Yeah, that's his brother. That's his, that's his musician name. Yeah, okay. Simple Wizard. I'll play, I'll play you guys a song after this story. Um, he says, yeah, my name is Simple. Simple Wizard. Even tells me his government name. I'm like, bro, why do you do this? Because he's man. I have four children. I have to earn a living. What I'm like, isn't there anything else that you can do, that you do, like, aside from the music? Like, no, man. I've never done anything else. Like in his life, he has never worked any other job. All Except he does is make music and sell those CDs. I guess I tell you, man, the price of CDs has gone down. Hey, in those old days, I used to sell many CDs and make enough money, like 300K. But now, I can't even sell a CD. I said, bro, so why don't you do something else? The guy says, like what? I said, man, I don't know. But there has to be something else you can do. He says, yeah, obviously, I'm a man like you. I have my hand so I can do something else. I said, so why do you keep doing this? Man, this shit pays. I was like, pays in, what? <laughs> I was like, as it said, man, on a good day, I can make like 100K. On average, I'll make like 50, 60K. I was like, bro, what? That's more than I make. <laughs> <laughs> but bro, I kept talking to him, man. And in fact, I even got, he showed me like his YouTube, showed me, so he has 1.1K subs on YouTube. Meanwhile, Not bad. That nigga has been Super on YouTube reason. since, he has been on YouTube. His oldest video is 12 years old. Okay, that's what, what do you guys been on your <laughs> You'll see his song. Um, in fact, we'll at the end of this episode, we'll play a simple wizard song. Let's, let's, um, get, let's get simple wizard some more subs. Yeah, honestly, guys, sub to simple wizard. <laughs> simple but wizard. at the end of that conversation, like we had exchanged numbers and he told me how we got jumped, what guys stole his shit. Mm. But his oldest daughter is 13 years old, bro. But you guys. And he has four kids. Okay. He has four kids. I know that simple wizard is sort of like there. But <laughs> yeah, no, it is there. But the, th- the thing is that uh, what you understand about begging is what it does to a human being psychology. Mm. And I've been poor before, so I'll tell you how this works. Mm. When a human being is hungry, they sort of like the body sort of like is, is tilted towards self-preservation. They'll do whatever it takes to maintain their stay on earth, even if it includes like begging. And begging sort of like it's sort of, it on the social hierarchy, it puts you lower. And that's, that fucks with your self-esteem. That fucks with your sort of ability to create. Because if you're gonna look for a job, you need to be assertive, you need to be confident, you need to demonstrate that you're a human being that can order their own lives mm-hmm. as and they can they have like some sort of control. But if you've been poor for so long, it becomes a cycle. Right? You are poor, you are hungry, you can't think straight because you're hungry and poor. Now you can't get a job because you can't think straight and you're hungry, which makes you even poor. And mm-hmm. sort of like it keeps on sort of like uh growing and like sort of like uh having a snowball effect. And now you're doing drugs. And now sort of like you're in conflict with your family because of that. And now you're poor again. There's a study that was done in India that showed that they said farmers 
So the farmers have like bumpers where they harvest stuff and sell it. And they have stuff when they are planting. So when they are planting, they don't have, they don't have any money. Or they're using all their proceeds to plant and grow these crops. When they harvest, uh, these, these, they get money, right? But they showed a difference of 12 IQ points from when they were richer than when they were poor. Being poor makes you scientifically less smart than all the other people around you. Yeah, oh, that's interesting that you say that, bro, because I, I realized, over the years I've realized that when I have the least money, is when I'm just trying to spend the most, bro. I'm just trying to get it. Like, I'm just trying, that's when I wild out. Then when the money comes, bro, I am super careful about everything that I do, man. It's because now you have an element of control. You know, you can you can assertively plan for your future because you have the tools to do so. Mm-hmm. Because you know, okay, now I have this money. I can do this and this and this and this. Because you know, you have the power to do it. But you also feel like, like guys who beg on the street. You also feel like they think, bro, this is hard work. I'm on my feet <laughs> in for the 12 sun. hours of the day, eh, moving back and forth, trying to convince these people to give me their money. It's hard work. I mean, they are desperate. And so don't you think that also has like a psychological effect of, no, nah, I go to work every day. Because the way I was talking to this simple wizard guy, it's like, bro, no, I can't, this is me at work. But, but that's, 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 what, that's what I mean. It solidifies the idea that that's a way they can sustain themselves. Mm. But in the longer run, it's not, it's not sustainable. But maybe it even is like, you make a compelling point that maybe this is how these people are redistributing wealth. Yeah, it's me working. I'm yeah. going to work every day to make money. Well, to be fair, NGOs be begging more or less. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, would would call a beggar small scale NGO. Yeah, he's receiving funds from donors. Yeah. to solve his to solve his own individual problem, exactly. such as hunger, yeah. food and uh, shelter. Yeah, to feed his dependent. Yeah. And he didn't pay tax, what? He didn't pay tax. To, 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 be, to be honest, we should we should change the name from beggar to say small NGO, S N N G, small scale NGO, something like that. S S N G O. They have abbreviations, something like that. But it's true. What Melvin makes a really good point. Why? Why? When it's institutions, why is it sort of like glorified and honourable for them to sort of like solicit money from rich individuals or like institutions to run their work, and from individuals it's sort of like frowned upon. Has to be classism, bro. True. Has to be. I think like when you put it that way, it sort of it 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 shows the wider problem. You can find an NGO, let's say, uh, supporting let's say orphans, right? And then there's the administrative cost of that NGO eclipses the program funds, and this has happened in some NGOs. Mm. There's this documentary that was shot, this movie shot was shot in Congo. It's called NGO, but in full it's called Nothing Going On. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy basically showed. That while in the world of charity, institutions are placed on a higher rank, the level of waste at NGOs is so crazy. is 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 crazy. Like the level of like uh administrative waste as far as resources is concerned, is so high. But they're never sort of like attacked. But if you give if you give a beggar one care and say buying a soda, you might be like, What the fuck are you, are you doing with this money, huh? You should invest it. In Essex Vac, chilling with some guys and in fact, you're just trying to figure out a way to make a bag. You've just left high school. You want all this cool yeah, shit. Teenager, like you, some you, guys have money. And your parents are buying it for yeah. you. <laughs> so I remember chilling with these guys and they had like, I can only call it a scheme. And they had started an NGO. And they were literally in talks with some guys and these guys were giving them like, they were giving them a bag, bro. <laughs> they, were, they were going to make a bag. And... I think the bag only got held up because like the funds were coming in and they couldn't justify or something. But this was a proper hassle. Like, let's start an NGO 
and the bar comes in and we'll just act like we're doing things. We'll take for them pictures of the stuff that we're doing and move. So, honestly, bro. But it's true, yeah. You make a compelling point. When it comes to institutions, people sort of like tend to cover up. People forgive institutional mistakes more than individual ones. So for the same things an institution is doing, we shall we'll judge an individual and call them call it immoral or lazy. Because if you're saying <coughs> that this guy can make a living somehow, why can't you a group of 20 educated people with degrees and an office figure out how to make money on your own instead of asking for donors? But again, it's more nuanced than that. Because you, you know, there, are, there are very many factors that would cause for the existence of an NGO mm. and for the existence of a beggar. Exactly. So we can't sit here and pinpoint an NGO begging for money for the ex, like for the existence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It might be like for avoiding taxes for true, someone. True, true. It could be so he can bring in his cars tax free. So there, there, so, there are so many nuances that go into the ex, in, 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 in any situation, and we, we do, I don't think we have the tools to analyze the wider problem that causes a, a human being to beg because it's not it's not inherent the human being should beg others for their survival. The way society has been set up. I think an argument can be made that begging is necessary, man. It's only necessary to make the people who give feel better. True. That's it, bro. That's the that's the purpose that it serves. True. We need get we need to we need someone to give our money to so we can feel like okay, man, I did something for but the society. Oh, but but but, but also the, the thing is that uh, Same as di- di- different societies organize how begging is done, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like the the live the live the way we got, the way beggars beg reflects the society they beg in, right? Okay. Because I mean, if you're a homeless dude, let's say in Amsterdam, you'll find like a soup shelter, you'll find a nice bed to sleep in. I'm not saying it's 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 there, but the possibility exists, right? And people sort of like figure out that okay, we need to take care of some of us members of society mm. who are unfortunate. But like in Kampala, if your solution is basically to eat them out of the city. I mean, what does that tell you about the society you're trying to, you're trying to create? Okay, final question, so we don't drag this the yeah, begging yeah. topic out. Is what churches do called begging? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Magic. <laughs> Giving tithe and offering. I mean, no, that's not all they do. Because you know that every time you go there, be st- we have contribute for this. Yeah. We have contribute it's, for it's this. Beg- we have a mission. I think here. it depends on the church. It's begging, bro. Some just ask for tithe and offering. Is that begging? Tithe is God begging. I don't think it's begging because you're giving it <laughs> yourself. Some guy killed me. A guy said, Tithe is Jesus' reparations for <laughs> what you guys did to him. <laughs> and, uh, okay, for yeah. Christians, they look at tithe like it is you give, God has given you all this money, so you give him back 10% to look after like his people and do his work. Jesse. Yeah, that's what the white But this, is that begging? This, this man is omnipotent. This man created earth. He could snap his fingers and create a planet just made out of gold, right? That's why those guys think God cares about money. But, but, but I think... <laughs> 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 no, no, no. He created everything, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> no, no. no. Okay, in the Christian faith, it's different. <laughs> it's like God is omnipotent, yes, but like his servants in the church are not. Okay, true. So they need they need the money. So he's omnipotent, but he neglects them. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay. He didn't neglect... So to beg. It's not God begging. It's the guys in the church begging. I don't know if it's begging, because like, they, okay, they put in your compulsion to give 10% of your income every month of your own good. That's begging with extra steps. I mean, if beggars could do that on the street, I don't think they would hesitate if they could be like, now you are going to give us 10% yeah. of your money. But then not just yeah. making any more, but then like some compulsion. <laughs> like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I, I, I have to give you this 10%. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, <laughs> you guys are going to kill me, bro. Okay, uh, let's talk about insurance, man. What are they up to this day? Uh, do any of you have insurance? 
I have life insurance from work. Really? That's lit life. Like health, not life, health. I was about the beneficiaries the office. I missed Because yeah. magic was beginning, was, was ready to go bound here. Yeah. Like, like, we gotta collect, bro. Office guy collected insurance. Magic, do you? No, I do not have life insurance. You have medical, you have any of those. No, I have none. You have no insurance. Yeah. Don't have, you don't have health yeah, insurance. Dry, I don't have life insurance. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I just got health insurance when I go to this job. Mm-hmm. But I realized the, the importance so key, bro. of health insurance in this country. I feel, like, so I feel like for anyone who can afford it, even if it's on your private means, mm-hmm. get it. So there's a company called Notch mm. that's offering Instagram insurance. Instagram, what's Instagram insurance? Come again. So let me let me, read for, you, let me read for you that deal. Starting at $8 a month, creators can sign up for Notch's Instagram account insurance, which means that if they get hacked and lose access to their account, the startup will pay them a stipend to help them regain control of their page. The hackers? No. no. Notch. Notch, the company. I, I, pay but, them. but I think that makes sense for people making money off of Instagram. Of course, bro. Because I've seen guys, guys lose access to their accounts. I heard that they'll pay you up to 100k, depending on how much money you're making. US, up to 100k. Depending on how much money you're making off your account, they'll pay you up to 100k. That's a strong value proposition if you're making money off of Instagram. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you lose access to your account, you're not making money. So you get that stipend as you sort of like follow that up with that Instagram. That depends on who you are for sure. But starting at $8, how high does those yeah, of course the coverage go? I would assume that if you're a Kardashian, they're not paying eight dollars. Pay eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> they're paying like ten k or something. But that's nothing compared to what they make of IG. The, and even hundred k won't be enough, but it will be something. It's better than nothing. Yeah. yeah. Man, the world changes really fast. Who, who thought this would be like a focus in insurance? Bro. A few years back. Instagram. <laughs> Instagram IG. insurance. And I would only assume that they have certain conditions. Okay, if 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 your IG, you have to make sure your IG isn't going to get hacked. Like, just don't be, have don't like, have an open, don't yeah, let your have, password be one. Two, have like two-factor two, <laughs> two authentication yeah, and stuff ha, like that. Stuff yeah. like but guys get hacked with all that, man. Exactly. So they're saying, if you do man, all of that and then get hacked, they can't hack you with two-step verification. You'll bro. get insurance. Oh, that's only when the insurance how? applies. Ah, how can they? your phone, bro. Okay, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, Pegasus software, bro. Hey. Uh, how, how is Pegasus going to hack your Instagram? I mean, they can do whatever they want in your phone. No, Pegasus taps, uh, intercepts communications. Voice and text. No, them. Pegasus takes over like the whole device. They can monitor everything that's happening. Even like screen device. activity. Even screen activity, bro. I need Pegasus. Now, let me sell you to governments. Let me sell you to governments. Hey. You can't buy it as an individual. And there's no like pirated version. There's no. I think you underestimate the population of Bangladesh and India. Yeah, <laughs> as long as we know how it works. Someone has made it. As long as you know how to make it work uh, in, in the right channels digitally, there's a pirate who has figured out how, how to make it work with like backdoor access. Nah, I, this one might be, it's a bit more nuanced than that, Pegasus. You guys think you'd ever pay for IG insurance? It depends on how much money I'm making off my IG. I'm not making any money off of my IG. So even if Until you then. Even if you hack it, what are you going to see? I, I already have like all the photos stored in my Google Drive. Mm. So I would just... I don't know. I, I saw something. I would feel bad that my Instagram has gone. But I wouldn't be like, oh man, oh no, I wish I had paid $8 per month to keep this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would, I would hurt, but I would be okay. I, would, I know so many people that I don't pay, make money for me. I know so many people that had their accounts hacked, bro, in the past year. 
it's a thing, bro. These guys are really trying to fill like a gap in the market. Yeah, like the two the two artists from whose accounts are hacked by this Bitcoin company. Yeah, for example. Same. same. And, uh, and you those guys in particular are on a roll. Just, me, how do they get a video of the guy saying they make you do it, bro? <laughs> like deep fakes. Oh, they, they offer no, they offer you, they say. Do this video and we'll give you back your account. And you have to do that shit. After you do a video, don't mm. give you your fucking account. But because I was thinking it was like a deep fake, no, but that makes way more sense, yeah. bro. No, they make guys do them under duress. I, I, I would be like, you know what? Keep that shit, bro. Mm. Would but you man, guys pay? But man, imagine you had like 50k followers. 100k. Bro, 100k. Honestly, man. That you have built from you the time you had, from a teenager up to like now you're now 25, you're now 27. I think that's what you can do is rebuild the accounts. No, I think the key is to not. Apparently, you just don't engage, and like I, the IG team has a way that they can get your account back. If from the if hackers, you don't engage. Yeah. But then, how do you contact the IG guys through a new account? Through you can send them an email. Yeah, probably. Or like another account. I don't know. But also, <laughs> like, but, but also, like the thing is that, uh, but you know, if they get into your account, they can always change the recovery. Yeah, they change the password. So yeah, they change the password. They change the recovery accounts, and you're messed. Nah, just make sure you're changing your passwords frequently. Two-factor authentication. What would you guys be willing to pay insurance? Would you guys pay like phone insurance? Yes. Like if I, I pay for phone for insurance. For mobile. The, is there, yeah. is there, Especially if it covers like things like cracks and theft. Is there a poker here theft, in Uganda? Theft in particular. Is there what? A poker here in Uganda? Nah. Because Apple already, already has like his form of insurance for, for iPhones. Yeah, but yeah, that, what that are they insuring? Cracks. Theft. Theft. They can insure theft. Yeah. On in, in, on Apple okay. I, I don't know. You can Google really? it. I, I'm not sure. But there's no Apple Store here, so you, they can't have that. Because you have to be able to be willing to pay per month. I don't know. You have to theft. For phone insurance. Go, huh? Google it and we see. And I want to like. Let me see. Phone insurance. App, search for Apple Care. It's like insurance for iPhones. Answer like a hundred, two hundred k a month. Two hundred k a month. A month? Are you are you insane? If you save that money by yourself, you could have a That's new phone. That's a whole new phone at the end of the year, bro. Makes no sense. No way. I just feel like. Maybe ten percent of value of that phone per year. Yes, but ten percent of two hundred k. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because think insurance will reinvest this money and make profits off of it. You okay, it's, so not, it's not like a bank. You need to store the equivalent amount of the value of the thing you are insuring against. <laughs> because if it doesn't get stolen, and <laughs> well, have, just bought a whole new phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have a, they have like two phones on hand to give you in case one is stolen. But yeah, if there was that phone insurance that covers against like cracks and theft, I'd be holding my phone without like a case. Without have you guys heard of oh, without a screen protector? I'll be like seeing the actual beauty of the thing. I don't when it, um, I, the, it's only this Samsung that I put a screen protector, like not for screen protector, like phone cover on, but I never put screen guards. And what made you change? Uh, it's a glass back, so I cracked it. Yeah, yeah. even me, like I never used to put cases on my stuff. Too, the one that covers I fell and it fell on the SIM card. card. How much is it? How much is Apple Care Plus? Okay, the phone fell on the SIM card read and then the SIM card couldn't work. I've been using Sony's all, all my life until this Samsung. And Sony's come with a unibody aluminum frame. So like, unless you hit the phone against the rock, at least, you're, possible. at least you're trying to damage it. <laughs> it's not going to crack. That's $200 for a two-year coverage. That's, that's not bad. That's not bad. For an iPhone 13, yeah. you'd be good. The Apple has like their own insurance thing for iPhones. But I'm sure that if your if your phone is like if you're coming to Africa, it probably 
would be the, a bit the, more. They'd be like, uh, the higher chance they, of they'd be like, stolen. They'd be like, okay, only available in select regions. See, <laughs> Africa, Asia, America, Asterix. Please note, your region is not covered under Apokea Plus. If you're planning to travel, please confirm the Apokea Plus. Have you guys seen, have you guys heard of travel insurance? Um, yeah. It's like a not that high of an amount, bro. That you pay and what does it cover? Yeah, that's what I'm not the cover. It covers ticket delays. It covers your bags getting stolen. Missed flights. It covers any medical emergencies when you travel. It covers it covers so many things and it's not that expensive, bro. What do you mean by not that expensive? Give us give us a figure. Hmm, maybe like like eighty dollars or something. Paya? And you no per trip per trip. But just think about this: if you're traveling to like Europe and you've paid like. 3k for your ticket already and your whole trip is going to cost like 5k what is 80 dollars pay those $80. i feel like the thing with insurance is that most people think they can mitigate risk on their yeah, own yeah, yeah. but, but I mean, as long as you can the fees is sufficient enough for you to pay the insurance will put you back to the place you were when you pay that insurance exactly. which is a really good place to be really in case you get messed up really <laughs> yeah Mm. So, uh, put, so I feel like I would, they said I would, like I would pay for it. They said like concert insurance. Okay. <laughs> you know, no, 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 I guess that's 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 no, the entrance no, of no, that no, that's an idea. I'd be like, okay, ticket is twenty k, but, but if you pay twenty six k, if you pay twenty six k, we shall give you we shall give you a new one. On God, bro, for twenty six k, for six k extra on the ticket. <laughs> but, 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 but remember, yeah. if people don't lose their phone. You get to keep that money. Yeah, and, and true. And, reinvest and it's it. not everyone who's going to lose yeah. their phones. And you can reinvest that money, get interest off of it, and, and six k times like two thousand guys or forty thousand guys. You would be proving that your phone has been stolen, and it's not just in your friend's bag. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That would that would be the loophole. How would you yeah. verify the claims made by these people? Because if my bags get lost at the airport, the airline will like uh, second yeah. and say no, his bags were lost for real. And also, like they they're not in your care, mm. and the airline has to prove that they took sufficient measures. To keep them safe, right? Mm. And if they can't do that, you're entitled to compensation. You're like, man, guys, I came out of the plane, I went to the baggage thing, it was rotating, wow. I didn't see my bags, I don't care, I don't listen to anyone, I just want my bags. And they investigate, they see the camera, they see the, you didn't sneak off with a bag. But man, on a concert, how are you going to, are you going to verify when it comes to you? Man, my phone has been stolen, it has been snatched. <laughs> there are like 3,000 guys there. It's the middle of the night no, with strobe lights. The modern world really just, it has to function on trust. That's why it's a, such a problem that we, don't, that we don't trust the government. Because insurance as a concept, it won't work yeah, unless there's trust. trust involved, man. True, true, true. So that, that that's the only bit. That's the bit because I know guys would play with that thing. Even the punishment is hire thieves to steal their own phones and beat them up. <laughs> so they can get that food. But yeah, insurance fraud has been a, a it's hit. a thing. It's, bro. A, it's a thing. Insurance yeah. fraud is one is one of the like one I would say one of the most established crimes out yeah, there. Yeah, it, 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 it has a niche there. Guys will there. kill themselves to claim life insurance on themselves. <laughs> the guys who like burn that's their, beyond. guys burn <laughs> entire buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. Yeah, insurance. but also like insurance companies make a lot of money. On God, they we, we, can, we can't deny that, and they they give a good service, but but and 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 I never know how to feel against insurance fraud against like huge companies. I'm like, should I be sad for it? this? Is wrong, but I'm not feeling bad about it. What <laughs> is to you? No, sad. <laughs> sad is a bit strong. I don't. I don't <laughs> feel bad for the insurance company. Like, oh. I kind of feel bad for because it makes the terms so much more stronger stringent, for the man. for the guys who are going to come next yeah. year. Yeah. Mm. So that's that. Let me see what other what other world things are happening. We're not talking about Nizi. You're talking about world things, right? 
Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> now, nah, if you insist, if you insist, uh, we had left it. That's how we should have started the episode. We, you know? we had so been like, well, guess, guess who's in the studio with us? Speed dating TikTok. Man. That man himself. The, when you guys, the, f- the quicker we get this out of the way, the more I can, the better I can relax. And Honestly, this was a pod. First of all, I just want to say shout out to Nizi and shout out to Raymond and shout out to you. That was a really good video, bro. Like, as one of those, every year we have like one of those videos where like it will generate that much traction but, and everyone's talking about But Nizi is like really witty. So she is, yeah, that, that, that was a good thing. She's so clever, bro. Like, it's, it's, it's hard talking to someone who doesn't have a sense of humor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Nizi is like really witty, so that, that that was a good thing. And her reaction, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she was like, yeah, yeah, Nizi can banter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's quite, yeah. it's quite sad, bros, that I, I didn't get a second date. Did you want what? My militant atheism. Because acting like a does my, not want my, a date. My militant atheism and supposed leisure activities <laughs> have landed me in this phone. Alleged, alleged. But but, uh, but I'm here to look into the camera and say, guys. I'm a sweet guy. You are, man. I'm, I'm just, 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 just chilling, relax. I'm not going to double down on this yeah. to prove that I'm a hard guy. I would have wanted that second okay, I'm not going to ask you to verify exactly what you said that was true, what was false, what percentage of truth. <laughs> what was the percentage of truth in that? How many questions did they even ask you? I would say it was 90%. True. 90%. Yeah, I think I know what that 10%. But it doesn't, it doesn't matter that it was true or false. I would have wanted that second date, bro. Would you? I would, I would, I would go buy the flowers. Is it? You should have started with that day. Find a nice place for dinner. And <laughs> are you guys, are Why you guys you still have that? Hmm? Why did you still have that? I was too caught up in my militant <laughs> atheism. Is it, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she is. I don't know. Yeah, if she was on that show, she'd sing. She's too what? She, she's too far. Have you had Nizi? You're too far <laughs> she's to too far to go. Win oh, 2022. Lord. Yeah, Windex said that. That's who, that's who the next year should be. <laughs> Let's tell Raymond. I, 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 I enjoyed uh, that. I enjoyed that making that content with Raymond. How long did it take uh, to shoot that? Yeah, do you see her? No, so this is what happened. Mm. So Raymond texts me and says, Hey, man, uh, what's up? Uh, I'm doing this thing for on speed dating after TikTok. Uh, if you're around, you should come to my house. We'll shoot this thing. I'll get a girl and you'll meet her. It'll be fun. And I'm like, yeah, cool. So I go to Raymond's place. I go into their studio and they 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 tell me the girl is coming, so I go out into his yard and they blindfold Nizi and they bring me in blindfolded into the into the studio. So I didn't like see that. how Nizi looked yeah, like until I, I took like off that, that blindfold. Like <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay, this is interesting. But you guys like people talking in the room. No, 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 no. You no, guys couldn't no, no. even talk. Like with, well, after I got in, they started Start recording. Immediate. Yeah, it started like recording. Like there, was, there was no prep for it. It's like that's how yours was also magic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you you also like flanked on your Speed yeah, dating the thing. The first round is the first one out. In the first speed dating. In the second one, I did a bit better. Yeah. As a second out. Magic but has been on. Has Melvin, has Melvin been on? Why, 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 I was why, out of town for that. A speed dating era. I was out of town. But, but if, if Raymond was doing and I would you he would, did. Would, would, he, would he, you, he asked you? me, I said no. Why? <laughs> <laughs> he wanted me to do some ungodly things. <laughs> Man, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he would have ruined it. was totally not in my scope. You name it. would have been like, it, 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 it doesn't align with the brand. No, not at all, man. He was asking me to do some ungodly things, bro. <laughs> but I, I like I like his format with like a speed dating Africa on TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's like super chill. It allows people to be themselves. And for the people who are like really authentic and honest about like finding a partner there, I think this, this, it's possible that they, they can. Because it's like you are free to express yourself. Yeah. And if the people you are with are open-minded and out there in the streets, 
Yeah. You connect. Did you so, did you guys talk after like after you were done recording? Like did you guys just chill? Yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah we were chatting a, a while about her experience attending concerts in the UK and now she has seen concerts here. You should Quite see cool. bro, you should look, you should see like her TikTok and her socials. She's very creative, bro, and very she's cool. Yeah, I'm, she's I, cool. I cannot disagree. That's that's yeah. that's why I say yeah. I'm in I am in regret. I am very I'm I'm heartbroken. I'm yeah. I'm out here saying I should have I should have ordered my thoughts in a more. What was the yeah. premise? So if she had if you guys had gone on another date, would that be filmed as well? I'm not sure. I mean, oh, they didn't give you yeah, that. But, but I guess we'll never know because I didn't get, I didn't get a second date, man. You didn't get to that point. I didn't get to that point. And not people on social media aren't helping. No one, yeah. no one's rooting for you. But no, 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 no. I, I beg to disagree. Raymond Kahoma put out a poll. I saw the poll. And out of 468 participants, 56 percent, 56 percent agree <laughs> that. The second day, I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm, this is not a point of democracy, but I'm just saying yeah. all, all my guys who voted yes, I, sal- I salute you. <laughs> Thanks for supporting bro. the cause. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, I voted no. You voted, <laughs> <laughs> you voted, I voted no. Only cause you guys had zero percent in common, bro. You didn't agree on anything. But but that but that, that that's okay. You, you don't you do not have to be with people. Opposites attract. Who, you, don't, you don't have to be with people who confirm your worldviews. You don't have to. You have to. You don't have to be in echo chambers of relationships. You have a partner <laughs> who just sort of like yes, you are right. Yeah. That's nice. Cool. I mean, it's okay to disagree with someone, but how you disagree with them is what counts. But you guys are not even in that echo. You guys are like in a nuclear chamber, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a red. What's the What's the Russian thing that went off? <laughs> the Chernobyl. Yeah, it'll be Chernobyl, bro. That it'll be. But the chemistry was fire. I was, I was like, man, it's chemistry here. Man, it's good. It's good. And I mean, I, Listen, could, bro, I, could, had, I could change. You know, I could change. Like, she agreed to something. She could change me. In the first <laughs> half of that date, she was agreed to some things. And it, then it you was, went off on that tangent. It, it was the militant atheism. Yeah, 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 yeah. You And you had to put it. You were like, you believe in God. She <laughs> <laughs> so was like, yes. You believe that this uh, <laughs> in seven days. But I want to send a pro tip to people out there looking for love. Be honest. Be honest. Yeah. And learn to take rejection. Yeah. It's okay that you're being rejected. It's not the end of the world. Indeed. It is part of your search to find a mate that compliments you as a human being. Now, the search may be hard, but don't give up. That's on God. Keep keep trying. That's on God. As I am going to do on other dates, and maybe I'll meet a fellow atheist. You'll be like, a militant. And she'll be like, oh my God, <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, I have been <laughs> waiting rainbow. for you my yeah. whole life. I'm no, so I'm happy sure right now. She says And we're like, yeah, this, I, I, I saw some she's in the comments saying, what? And some chicken on the TikTok comment said, oh my African God. African yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, I seen another African atheist. <laughs> yeah. like, and people like, man, it's a kind uh, of 45 million Ugandans. <laughs> yeah. Of course, at least That's one person has figured it out. But yeah, it was really nice. Okay, what else do you want to tell you guys about? Did you guys hear that um, Skittles are banned, are banned in Europe? Skittles? Skittles. Yeah. Why? What for? Apparently, they have this component called titanium dioxide. Okay. Titan in no. Skittles. Titanium dioxide. In Skittles. In Skittles. Why? Is it a preservative? It's like a, you could call it a preservative. It's like something that people add to things to make them shine. Ah. Yeah, it's something about how the light bounces off it, some, something like that. So mm-hmm. it's, it's in the glaze that goes over this. Exa- I get, you don't even call it a glaze, bro. It's literally in the... Skittles themselves. It's a, it's a coloring element, basically. Titanium oh. dioxide. They use it, even food coloring. But, color, but why? It. It's a popular practice, man, just to make the food look more attractive. It's not just Skittles that use it, bro. So many foods. 
but Europe banned all foods. The EU banned all foods that contain titanium. And Skittles were on that list. Why does it? What does it do in the My, body? You know, your body, your body does not metabolize titanium dioxide. Um, um, it's something about the amount of titanium dioxide. Let me see. Nah, this guy is like really. They eat industrialized Kittles. food. It's made by machines, and it's Basically probably not for machines. titanium dioxide is associated with cancer development after inhalation exposures, mm-hmm. and it may have effects on DNA and gastrointestinal system function. Man, your body doesn't metabolize and process titanium yeah, dioxide. Yeah, but what the, you see, they, it's almost like from the, when I read the whole article, this is just a part of that article, titanium dioxide is extremely harmful when it's inhaled. But there's not like concrete proof eh? That it's harmful when it's ingested, but if the EU has banned it, bro, but but that sounds like science. That sounds like science paid for by the company. Yeah, (laughs) but also like even if we know we we have definite proof that it's dangerous when inhaled. Why do we have to find out and have a study five years and say, you know what, guys? It's also dangerous when you eat it. But here's the real question. Are you still buying Skittles? Let me, I, you know, bro, I love Skittles, man. Would you, are, you, are you willing to die for your love? <laughs> for your love, for, <laughs> for Skittles. Something must kill you. This will be you at six in your hospital bed saying, kids. Ah, I wish I had not taken those Skittles. I knew that Skittles are titanium dioxide. <laughs> I still eat this. I still eat those Skittles. Yeah. And before I die, pass that ball. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am not that committed, guys. <laughs> yeah, nah. No, but that kind of shocked me, man. But um, I, did, I didn't see that, man. I didn't see anyone in my feed. No, as a result of that, you know, obviously, the American. But that is but, but that is scary, man. Because if, if, if such like such news can mm-hmm. skip everyone and I, and, and man, I, be, I, be sc- I be scrolling pretty hard i wouldn't say everyone because you got it but yeah. i be sc- uh, if i'm not seeing it what are they showing me what am i you know the americans bro as soon as the americans caught wind lawsuit <laughs> in july skittles. 2022 skittles a california resident filed a lawsuit against mars that's a company that makes skittles the manufacturer of skittles the lawsuit alleges that skittles candies which contain titanium dioxide are unfit for human consumption Due to the presence of the chemical. What, what I like about America is class action lawsuits. Yeah, those guys will sue you. They, they will sue you. They, they, they get lawyers going. They will sue you <laughs> and everyone who has ever had a skittle in their lives. But it's uh, coming out of the woodworks. Bro, this must be it. But, but did you guys watch <laughs> Dope Did you watch Dopesick? I did. But it, it, do you see how hard it is for ordinary guys in America to get companies yeah. Yeah. to change harmful products? Yeah, nope. You bro, just can't do it, bro. It's, it's, but people make it is that you can just like a class action lawsuit. You go to court, court like sees the evidence, yeah. and they decide, oh, like, man, that should, nah, this should. Nah, you guys have enough bro. money to it's, pay out a nice big settlement and continue man, doing what, what they're doing. Bro. It's like Pad- business. Purdue Pharma basically almost made Killed, it. Killed. Yeah, the general side of oh. Yeah, if, if if this secretary didn't send that memo to the circular guys, those guys would never would never have seen prison. Of course. They, they, they only messed up because the secretary sent a memo telling them guys. Guys are reporting from the field. The drug is addictive, and the coating on it can be taken off. A drug can be, in. and because these guys saw that memo, they are culpable because as like board members Those of guys this. In jail? No, none of them. None of them were in. Those guys are so rich. <laughs> they made so much money. They just took that. They were art. They were art guys. They funded like a lot of museums. Music, yeah. So all they did was take their names off those museums. Aside from that, they paid a 500M settlement, which is chump change. They made like six, they made like six billion of that whole uh, oxycontin stuff. Yeah. Cost of business. Man, company, com- okay. I'm gonna be honest with you. Never in my life do I think corporations are out there to serve human beings. Never. 
corporations become an entity on their own in the desire to make profit. Even human beings are trapped in those corporations and they're like, man, this is, I, I, I don't know, I don't know what I, why I'm doing this, but I'm doing it somehow. I have to, and it's weird. <clears throat> so yeah, I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not surprised that Mars is putting titanium dioxide in skittles to make yeah, them bro, shine. You know, Mars thing, titanium dioxide is most popularly used in paint to make it shine. Of make course, it shine. That, that's an understandable use case. But the but thing skittles, I think is that's crazy. Like the same stuff that goes into in paint, paint is in your skittles. <laughs> skittles bro. Nah, I always that's look at the back of those ingredients, skittles. tins of the, some of the food I eat, bro. Some that's of those ingredients you can't even read that about, stuff. Bro. But the one, I, the, the one I saw. I think uh, it was on Twitter. This woman was saying, I, I think it's Johnson and Johnson. I'm not sure, mm. but yeah, bleep it out because we don't, we don't think he's getting sued for libel. Mm. That the company was claiming to sell safe cotton tampon, tampons, but even those tampons had titanium dioxide in them. And people are asking, why the hell do tampons have titanium dioxide? Because they're white. Okay, yeah. It it literally. Uh, let me see if I can. <laughs> it makes things white. Yeah. It has a bright white color. I think that does that not break down easily when exposed to ultraviolet light. Th- that's the one I saw on my Twitter. I just want to like. Oh, where titanium they put... I think I've heard of this. Mm. Is I've, I've heard that it's also used in sunscreen, but like in sunscreen, it's color because it's, it's on your skin. The light. And yeah, you're not ingesting yeah. it. I've yeah. heard that during the was it the Cold War when Germany was split between East and West, the West side had access to titanium dioxide, the East side did not. So one side was literally brighter <laughs> than the other. Like yeah. when you walk into <laughs> This other side, it was like brighter. Oh, you go to the other side, it's dull. It's dull because it don't have access to titanium dioxide. Yeah, yeah that's right. You know, bro, it, it's literally, it comes out of grammar. You know, guys figured out a way to manufacture Synthesize it. Synthesize it, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I, I think yeah. that's, that's it. I think that's, I think that's part of the products they banned. That's, that's how that will end up on my TL. Mm. But I saw like a lady was complaining about that. But man, it's scary how far corporations will go in the name of marketing to demographics. To make the skater look perfect. To make the skater be like, man, there are other types of cereal or whatever. Have you ever seen the white skittle before? What is the white skittle before? No. Is it the white skittle? It's the... It's fire. But now I'm paint, bro. You, you are going to... <laughs> like, yeah. I think like guys who have eaten the white skittle have like a 50% chance <laughs> 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 of oh, being bro. That's, okay, that's scary, man. Yeah, no, that's scary, bro. We've been having skittles. Skittles is like a... It's like a fond memory in my house, bro. Like, that's, you know how dads have like a, a thing that they give you when you do something good? It was always Skittles for us, bro. My dad just bring tins. You're going to die, bro. Okay. Let's see. What else, bro? Uh, da, 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 da. You, ah, this is the part that I've been dying to do. How much time do we even have? I've been here for an hour. hour 17. All right, let me see. I want to play you guys something. And are emotionally attracted to other men, but sexually attracted to women. I've had this thing. Emotionally attracted to other men, but sexually attracted to women. To say that straight men are heterosexual is only to say that they engage in sex. All or almost all of that which pertains to love, most straight men reserve exclusively for other men. The people whom they admire, respect, adore, revere, honor, whom they imitate, idolize, and form profound attachments to, whom they are willing to teach, and from whom they are willing to learn, and whose respect, admiration, recognition, honor, reverence, and love they desire. Those are overwhelmingly other men. In their relations with women, what passes for respect is kindness, generosity, or paternalism. What passes for honor is removal to the pedestal. From women, they want devotion, service, and sex. Heterosexual male culture is homoerotic. It is man-loving. 
Men are. I mean, it's a nice poem. I'm gonna. But wait, guys. If if you think about that video, yeah, it's true. Look at your friends' relationships with their girlfriends, and look at their relationships. Let's say with their high school friends or their university friends. You even have the saying "bros" before. Uh, it's a popular cultural thing. It's there. You, I mean, like, we might have our feelings about what this man is saying, but he's, we just we just saw the statistics together of wh- of why men beat their wives. Things like you denied me sex. It's wrong. So for men, it's like for a woman to show that he loves the man, she should sort of like submit to his. Will. And that's the thing for say all the time. It's like ingrained in Judeo-Christian culture. It's ingrained in like typical African culture. So, but men with each other, they don't expect that. Like, if Jesse is my friend, we are equals. I can drink from the cup Jesse drinks from. We are men, and it's a thing, man. When Jesse succeeds, oh, he's doing good. I wish that for him. But men are threatened by some men are threatened by women, even their own partner's success. If she's a woman, so yeah, man, I feel like we can have our thoughts about this. But society we live in has very clear, has very many clear examples to support that claim. I mean, I just, I disagree. Bro. You disagree? I just disagree, <laughs> bro. I've been disagreeing since the first time I heard this. In fact, the first time I saw it, the first time I saw it, this other dude wasn't attached to it, the guy who gave the point. Yeah. It was just this one guy. And I immediately said no. Why? Bro, first of all, when did we start saying emotional attraction? <laughs> like, emotion is such a wide, a wide word. Yeah, like, like, emotion can mean so many different things. But, okay, I get that context. They're saying we are truly attracted to men, <laughs> but we only want to have sex with women, right? I complete, bro, do you know, completely disagree with that. Because, if anything, I feel like men are even more emotionally attracted to women. Especially the word attraction, bro. Like, I, we want women way more than we want other men, bro. But that's that's besides the point. I feel like there's almost like this. But haven't you observed? I'm not going to call it a war. Haven't you observed men who will who will uh, who will ditch their girlfriend to hang out with their friends most of the times in the relationship? I've but that, so many. it's not for erotic or sexual reasons. No, but no, no, no. So but but, but, but that. magic. That was the point. The man was saying that you are sexually attracted to women, but emotionally attracted to your fellow men. But I was have so many moments that dish their boys for the, for their chicks, bro. Yeah, so there's also so many. The, like the same this. thing could be said for them that homoeroticism is at the center of female relationships too. I mean, yeah, because that's a, it could be, a, be on <laughs> IG, literally like blatting out the most sexual like high patience to their to their female friends. But you see, you're missing the point. Uh-huh. Like uh, with the argument this man has presented is that men are much emotionally attracted to. To their fellow men and still attract women, right? And I disagree with that. But the thing is that you, you, the, the, uh, the overwhelming examples yeah, that 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 sort of like put your disagreement to that test, like bro, this is my thing. I think emotion. that there's almost like a war on men loving each other, bro. <laughs> like it's almost like we're not allowed to love each other, bro. We're not allowed to support each other because I listen, I I'll agree. I'll I'll agree that, that. I don't think that's that, that's 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 happening. Here. That's how this I feel, bro. Because look, <laughs> have you guys heard? These like the things that so many feminists say of, I hate the fact that I'm attracted to men. I love women. Yeah? Haven't you heard that from feminists? So mm-hmm. I, I would say uh, when you sort of like studying uh, feminist movements, yes. you're studying feminist actors. Yes, you have to study them from a spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. They are feminists who who border on misandry. They actually feminists who are misandrists. Yeah. But that doesn't encapsulate the whole feminist. I movement. agree, and I'm but so glad that you said that, bro. <laughs> because that's what I feel like. I feel like. 
that particular brand of feminist is almost projecting yeah that's their true. belief onto us true, to true. make it seem like all men just love other men completely and just consider women like sexual objects but also but also like all relationships have nuance uh-huh right and also the the level of how you relate with other people comes from different from different angles for example how you are raised in your family how you are socialized like in the, the schools you're going to and how you grew up that has a level of nuance to your relationships and this statement is like you said it's too wide it's too but for me i can say i i can say i agree because i've seen examples of it rampant examples of it but it's such a blanket statement to to be taken as gospel truth me i just think that human beings are emotionally attracted to other human beings okay yeah okay i would, like human I, I, would, I, would, I, would i would agree with that for different reasons bro and as a dude who has so many women friends bro i can assure you that i have not emotionally attracted to just my male friends and now i'm using that term emotionally attracted just to mean love okay, i i i get what you're saying yeah and i'm like, not sexually yeah. attracted to all women <laughs> you know you know <laughs> what i mean <laughs> like it's so edi <sighs> opinion i think sometimes the guys like hanging out with your boy it's like you feel so free it's like when you hang out with a girl it's more like you have to be on your best behavior never no 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 okay that is a you problem so the thing yeah. is it's, 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 not, it's yeah. not it's not uh, a, a wider problem of society it's just how i've been socialized around girls for example someone who has, who has not grown up in an environment with girls like if i went to like a single sex school mm. When they come out of that environment, the 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 cues they have to catch up on, and there are various factors on how this growing up affected their relationship with females. Mm-hmm. So they feel like have to be more uh, more reserved. Have to like put out an image that's perfect for this female, but that's that's not representative of like an inherent emotional structure of a man. This guy said. Male relationships are homoerotic. Bro, I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a bit of a stretch. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I can't even love my boys, bro, because it's erotic. <laughs> that, that was a bit Jesus, of a stretch, though. Man. No, but I think I think back to that point that you're making, I think that guys will naturally gravitate towards chilling with guys because maybe they're more... Um, I don't say comfortable, but like more... They have like more, something more they similar have, to you. I know so they have yeah. more, they have re- they, they have relatable experiences. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And it's stuff like that like our relationship with men is about respectable. Bro, if I see a guy, I remember, <laughs> you know when do you ever remember a time we had a conversation and we asked, do you have any female role models? Mm. I think it's just a thing that we do naturally. What the people that we look up to are people whose experience are relatable to us. Yeah, it makes sense to us. So the male experience is unique to men, bro. It's, it's yeah, only it's natural true. that I would I would look up to other men. Yeah. That said, that said, there's a lot of women what, that, what that you, we also what, look what up What do you mean to. no, Wendy? Listen, no, listen. Let me let me learn. Let me learn. <laughs> there's a lot of women we also look up to, but it has it's context specific. Like I look up to her as a lawyer. In the in the era of growth, I can never replicate her trajectory. But exactly. for, for a man, that experience yeah. and has a very different. Yeah, but yeah. I can admire what she's certain elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, can yeah. get advice from her in this and this yeah. and this way. But you can't say that my relationship with other men is homoerotic because I look up to other men. Yeah, that 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 that, that, that was that was a stretch. Yeah, he was yeah. definitely connecting but, some. But when when did he had some hot and burning that? I said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. I said that to let, a ridiculous extent. Right. On my side, people saying that I'm different from us, so no homo, bro, but I love you. But let me say it yeah, right now. Yeah, you see that is socialization. I, I, I love you, bro. 
guys should be weird. That's the war against uh, That's a problem. This guy's talking about That's that war. <laughs> against you, you, you need to show me and my boys because, bro, we say that all the time. We say it all, and we mean it. And it's not erotic, bro. <laughs> I just love, like, when we're allowed to love each other, man, as men. Like, I've even been around, like, every time a new girl chills with our social group, she's, like, weirded out by the fact that we are that, like, that we love each other that much, bro. Anyway. But yeah, man, that, 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 that I, I like the fact that you played that sound. Mm. Because, I have man, another one. Because, like, human, human relationships right now are being so dissected to very small, sort of, like, clique. Okay, no, this one I won't even read. But there's this guy on TikTok who dissected uh, Dave Chappelle, um, like one of Dave Chappelle's bits from The Closer, right? Yeah. And the uh, gist is that if men can't have a say in whether the woman keeps the baby mm-hmm. or gets rid of it, women men should be allowed no if women get to decide if they keep the baby or get rid of the baby mm-hmm. like that's their choice men should be allowed to take care of it or exactly. not exactly that's a Dave Chappelle bit what are your thoughts men should have a choice on whether to support the baby or not I think it's already kind of like that there's a lot of it is but men that run away from their kid yeah but it's illegal oh like you're saying okay. it should be like ingrained in the law now that a guy can choose whether or not to raise the kid. Well, it's ingrained in the law that a man has to take care of the kid. And now, in the States, it's ingrained in the law that the chick has to keep the baby. So, in nah. an ideal world, for at least for liberals, where I don't, I don't think you should give guys that choice, bro. I don't give it back to them, bro, because I'm sure there's a time it was legal. What did Magic say? Ah, bro, I don't should give guys that choice, man. You give guys that choice, too. That choice they kill or not, bro. But yeah, if ladies get to decide whether they should keep their baby, then men should decide, should begin to choose whether they should take care of their baby or not. Yeah. No, no. I think if you have birthed the child, bro, and the child has reached mm-hmm. the, the the point of like I feel I feel uh, like she had res- she had responsibility. She look after your kids. She had responsibility still there if the child is carried to full time and given birth to. It's, it's Even if the guy didn't want it. But then why why did you? Ah, that's not good there. <laughs> why did you go there alone? Why did we? Okay, yeah, why that, did that, we? that's a fair point. Yeah. No, I think if the child is born, it should be looked about by both parents. Okay. Like that's in a perfect idea. Okay, what if that? Okay, don't what, give guys that choice. Okay, okay, now, now, <laughs> even if you do want him, bro, like where's your kid? Now, magic. Send him to another. How would you fix the situation whereby a woman wants to give birth to the baby, but the man says, "I'm not prepared to take care of this baby." Mm-hmm. Bro, that's your lot, bro. Like that's your. That's what. That's, that's your the situation portion. now, though. Now, if a guy is not ready, the lot doesn't care that you're not ready. The yeah. lot just cares that that's your kid. Bro. That's your portion, bro. Like, so so men. That's your kid. So men have no choice over. Child legally, but also, like, I feel like in the grand scheme of things, it's a very small risk men face. Women take the bigger risk for sexual activity, that's a thing, yeah. But who gets the bigger responsibility? Clearly, legally, men, it's my responsibility. Once it comes here, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's now true. my issue to deal with. Yeah, that's true. As a must, like, uh, yeah, I have to take care of this kid, yeah. 
Okay, if you if if any self-respecting man, you have to you have to take care of your baby. You have to look after your child. Bro. Yeah, you have to look after your child. Especially if it's your child. Like, if I guess we like come on. Even if you're not ready, if the child has reached and it's here, bro, you have no option. You have no option, man. You see, simple wizard. Thirteen <laughs> <laughs> years later, he's he's he's, he's still in every day, and and, and, and he has to get that bread yeah. for his children. Yeah. I mean, nah, I mean, if 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 simple wizard had a woman and woman and and, and and said, "Man, I'm not ready for this child," and the woman disagreed with him, I feel like I don't have the tools to solve. I don't have that King Solomon wisdom to solve that this conundrum. But I feel like there should be another outlet. But if I'm you're not ready for a child and the, ch- and the lady is pregnant, I think that that's too late to be having that conversation. No, no, no. I, I am, I am. Well, I've been having some interesting conversations with chicks. <laughs> um, one of them was really smart. She said that, okay, they're all really smart. But she said that, she said that um, the whole thing of men having a choice in supporting their kid and women having a choice in giving birth to their kid, it's logically sound, Right? But it's morally of unsound. I'm like, you did. like it's Im- it's immoral for you to say, "Is that my kid?" But I don't take care. Okay, you're my kid. I wasn't ready. What you have just said yeah. is my conundrum. Yeah. Because logically, we can solve for yeah, this. Yeah, we agree. Okay, <laughs> everyone should have a choice. But in but morally, but morally, morally, yeah. Morally, yeah. Morally. What do you do? But now also that's I guess. From the on the other side of it, on the women's side of it, people also feel like that's a moral, that's a moral okay, okay, argument. Okay, I, 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 that it's I, okay for them to. I would say your, I would say your, your example has helped me understand mm-hmm. the stance of pro-life people. Exactly. Okay, they I, I've never, like I've, it's morally I've never, I've never, uh, yeah, kid, I've never understood it until this discussion. Yeah. The conundrum you be in, because logically, it makes sense. Abort the fetus, move on. Mm-hmm. But now in this case, for you, magic. Mm. The, if I want the, the, the reader is here. The woman wants the kid. No, me, I, I've no, I know situations where that dude has wanted the kid, bro. And the, and the girl doesn't and the want. chick has offed it. No consultation. No, like if this, okay, she has told you I'm pregnant and the guy is like, sour, I'm ready to take care of his kid though. A chick has offed it. These niggas be haunted by their dead babies, bro. Haunted? Haunted. Billionaire's club. Seeing your children, bro. Crank in the name. That's a bit extreme, but I'm telling you, you think it's extreme. It's not rare at all, bro. For guys to feel terrible about losing their kids to abortion. Anyway. But yeah, I think I think this was a really good discussion because people like me and millions of others are like, oh my god, logic is king and this is a very simple yeah. thing to fix. But yeah, man, this has showed us that some situations are so nuanced that you cannot be sure entirely that your opinion is a hundred percent valid and the right thing to do i can't think of way out of this one honestly yeah no i think bottom line if your father don't mother the child you should try your okay, best to look after that it's your child me as, as, me, your me, next generation. Me, me as i end my thought what i say man if you know you don't want kids just go and get the vasectomy man just just yeah. just go just, abstain just, abc oh, 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 abstain man just but abstaining is impossible but still abc <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i feel like the easiest way to avoid this route is people taking actual responsibility and knowing the things they're ready for I mean, you can't be do it all the time, but for the most time, if you're not, you don't, you're not going to have kids, just find a contraceptive to yeah. use out there. Know that there are consequences for your actions, bro. Yeah, they are, exactly. There are consequences for your actions, man. Consequences for your actions. Because they are, 
Okay, I, get <laughs> I don't know that this was your action, and this is the consequence. Like it denotes that I did something wrong. No, no, it's not that you did something wrong. It's just that you did something which led to another. Exactly, reaction. And not only like you know it, like there's no one who is going into that one not knowing. There are also consequences for right actions. There are consequences for all actions, bro. Yeah, and like that one, I feel like everyone knows it. Like, okay, let's not say consequences. Let's say results. Consequences. Results of. Cause I think cause and effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause and effect. Yeah. 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 So as 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 hard as you can, try to mitigate the effects by limiting the causes for certain if undesirable effects. And even if you try to mitigate and the kid still comes, please look after Just your kid. Bro. Yeah, look after your kid. Bro. Well, listen, my other what friend is? said, "Poor, I guess she was she was just being more logical." She said, "Kawa, as soon as a chick gets pregnant, let's have." That discussion, I will take take care of his kiddo, and she's saying if the chick decides to keep the kiddo, but the guy that I want it, she just has to deal. The the the, the girl has to yeah. deal. If I think that's guy, another sort of like a logical decision. Yeah. That is also like, imagine it was your cousin. Like imagine she, she was the one in that situation where the guy decided to like dip. Can't she really let him just dip? Can she really? <laughs> I mean, I told you she's poor. She has the law on her side. Bro, no, so. no, tell you, times will get tough, and she look for that guy, especially if she mm. can find him. Uh, I don't expect uh, her to respect his decision. Anyway, boys, this was a good pod. This man. was a good pod. Thanks so much for coming, Trev. But man, this is the first pod where I feel like I've left with more questions than answers. Because <laughs> yeah. in my in my head, I'm still trying to resolve this yeah, thing. thing. But because I, I always feel like I'm sure the opinions and values I have, yeah, like, this is what I stand for. But in this one. Bit, but it has been a really good pod. Yeah, yeah, thanks, bro. guys, for inviting me. Good, good pod, man. Magic, hope you're feeling good. Windek, thank you. Oh, we didn't even explain why the voice wasn't here, man. Look how we just act like this nigga is not important <laughs> to us. Yeah, the voice is uh, unavailable today, but he will be back next week. Um, When's this episode coming out? Friday. Saturday. Friday. Right, we're recording this on Wednesday the 3rd. So don't ask us about things that happen after <laughs> Um yeah, and I guess we'll see you guys soon. Uh but until then, this is Serious Raga by Simple Wizard. Let, let, let's <laughs> get it. Let's get it. Peace, peace, peace.